Hello everyone, welcome to the Frederick Riberson podcast, the podcast where I share insights into psychology, body-oriented therapy, cosmoenergy, a form of energy healing, and many ideas that I use in sessions with my clients, so that you too can benefit, get to know me a bit better, and sort out a number of situations in your life a little bit more easily. When I work with clients, I often hear something that resembles the following. The person wants to help someone else that they care about. It comes from a a good place. They want the person that they care about to suffer less, to be in a less difficult situation, to solve certain problems. And they often go out of their way to try to, to, to do this, to be of service. They will give time, they sometimes will give money, they'll give a lot of energy, they'll listen a lot. So it happens, it happened the, the other day that someone was spending hours on the phone with one of their friends and was saying, I don't understand why things don't improve, but I'll, you know, it's my friend, so I'm going to stick by my friend, I'm going to keep on keep on trying to help them. And I asked them, well, what makes you think that they actually want to to improve something, that they actually want to help? And they looked at me, they were baffled, and they were saying, well, they're asking for help. It's like, okay, that is what they're asking for. So we hear the words, but in terms of the actions, what makes you think that they actually genuinely want help? I said, well, why would they ask for help? If, if they don't want help, like, well, I don't know. When they ask for help, what happens? The person says, well, I spend a lot of time with them. I talk to them, I give them attention. And I say, so imagine that the situation was solved. What would they gain? So, well, the problem would go away. Okay, so what would they lose? And my client said, well, actually, they'd lose my attention. Okay, so how do we know? that what they really want isn't simply your attention. And, uh, and the, the person thought a little bit about it and said, well, it doesn't really make sense to me, but it's true that this person is very demanding, keeps on creating problems, and when, whenever I come up with a suggestion, then the person shoots it down and says it won't work. So this is where I, I shared something that I practice in my coaching when I work with people is um, that we help people find their own solutions. We might suggest images, metaphors, ways of thinking, but then it's up to everyone to come up with their their own solution if they want it, and especially to question whether they really do want a solution or if they just want the attention. So one image I use when when I talk about this is the image of having someone's hand on a burning frying pan. It is the following. You see someone with their hand on a burning frying pan. So if you have some level of of empathy, you feel the person's pain. You feel bad for the person. You want the person to remove the hand from the burning frying pan because it must be terrible. It must be painful. It must be awful. It must be be difficult. In reality, and this is is something that can be difficult to, uh, to comprehend, but in reality, we have no idea what the person is feeling. We don't know it. We assume they are feeling pain because that's what we'd feel, but we don't know. We don't know if they're feeling pain. If they are feeling pain, we don't know if they are enjoying the pain. 
if they keep their hand on the frying pan, we can assume that they keep it there because they don't know how to remove it, but that's an assumption that is not easy to, to defend. Maybe they keep it there because they want to keep it there. Maybe keeping the hand there gives them specific benefits that they don't want to do without. When it comes to, to um, the pain people feel, we're assuming the frying pan is burning. We're assuming the pain is significant, that the person isn't wearing a protective glove of some shape or form. And we don't know any of that. So the best we can do is simply suspend our judgment and ask why the person keeps the hand there. Now, we typically will try to help someone by removing their hand. So we tell them to remove it, and if they don't remove it, then we remove it. So imagine the person's got their left hand on the frying pan, and we remove the left hand, and all of a sudden they put their right hand down, and we're going, no, don't do that, it must be so painful. So we remove the right hand, and then they put their left foot down in the burning frying pan, and it burns again, and we're there constantly going, no, take it away. And they put the other side of the hand down, and then they put their cheeks down, and then they put the bottom down on the burning frying pan, and they're constantly putting something in there. Well, if they do that, then maybe they just want to have something in there. What the hell do we know? Why would we assume that they think like us? I remember being in India and seeing by the side of the road in New Delhi a chap who was sleeping, a homeless person, quite clearly, who was sleeping by the side of the road on the curb just a few centimeters away from the cars. One part of me thought, it must be terrible, poor person, sleeping there, it must be awful. And another part of me thought, well, I got no idea why he's lying down there. Of all the places he could lie down in a place such as New Delhi, he chooses that one specific spot that is right next to the cars. I guess it works for him. I guess he's got his own logic, which clearly is not my logic. Who am I to think that I know better than him? The person with a hand in the burning frying pan is him. And if it works for him, then it works for him. That's great. Why would I want to do anything uh, differently? After all, what do I know? When it comes to the, the burning frying pans, it's helpful to remember that everyone does the best they can. The price they pay is the price they are paying. When we see someone else suffer, remember that they are the ones suffering, and any suffering we have out of empathy or sympathy is merely a projection. I'm not saying don't care, of course, we can care, but we can respect people's choices and we can regret people's choices. If they want to keep their hand in a burning frying pan, then it's fine. It's their choice. We respect their choice. If they want to remove it, we can help them remove it. If they put the other hand back, then maybe they don't want to remove it and we respect their choice. Using this metaphor, it is easier to take a step back from making other people's problems our own problems. I remember a friend of mine who was very upset because his mother and his brother were not able to talk over, over, over the internet. So he was trying to sort them up with using WhatsApp and FaceTime and Skype and Viber and Facebook Messenger, and nothing worked. They both had really good reasons why things wouldn't work. And he was, poor chap, he was getting very, very upset, very distressed by this. And I remember asking him, just, what makes you think that they actually want to talk? 
And he just looked at me and said, well, the, you know, it's mother and son, it's my mother, my brother, of course they want to talk. And I pointed out, well, I think if they wanted to talk, they'd find a way to talk. If they don't want to talk, they're going to find a way not to talk. It seems to me that they are very, very well, uh, they're very good at finding ways to not talk to each other. So my only conclusion here is that maybe they don't want to talk, and maybe they actually enjoy you worrying about it. And uh, if they don't want to talk, then it's their, it's their right. It's not your problem. If they want to complain to you, so if they want to complain to you that they can't talk, then they're trying to put your hand in a burning frying pan. If you don't want that, don't accept it. No one's forcing you to accept it. You can tell them, listen, I don't want to hear about this. If you want to talk, find a way. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. Don't complain that you can't do something that you're perfectly capable of doing. And for him, that was, it was a big breath of fresh air to be able to step back and think, okay, now I understand better. Now I can take a bit of distance and I can respect that it is indeed their hand in the burning frying pan. And it is their choice, their responsibility. I've shown them that they can remove it, and if they don't want to remove it, then they don't want to remove it. And I can respect that choice. There we go. Uh, I think I've covered everything about this this notion of frying pan. Um, maybe also consider when we are in a situation of suffering, why we let our hands stay in there, what we're afraid of if we, if we remove the suffering, and what we can learn about that. How we can how we can improve situations for ourselves? Uh, yeah, if we remove our hand, what happens? Do we lose attention from others? Do we lose excuses to not do something? Exactly what are we are we uh, are we losing out if we do that? So, I hope that you found this image helpful. This was a short short uh, episode of the podcast, and I look forward to hearing from you. To uh, well, having you tune in again soon. I wish you a wonderful month of April. It's Easter weekend starting. And take good care of yourself. Stay healthy, stay indoors. And uh, yeah, keep busy, keep training, keep uh, being happy, being positive, and sharing some light with the world. Thanks. Bye.